happy to be here. And today we're going to talk about negotiating salary both in the job search and in your role. And you are going to learn the exact phrases you need to say, the exact steps you need to take to make sure you are maximizing your compensation throughout your entire career. You are going to get three things that will increase the offer that a company will give you during the job search. And the number one phrase you need to know in order to make sure that in your full-time job, in your current job, that you are getting a raise next time a raise comes around. It's one line, it is so potent, and it is a line you will use over and over again in your career. So who am I? I am Madeline Mann. You may have seen me on ABC News, uh, Bloomberg, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. I, I've been all over really preaching about how to land jobs in today's job market. I am a human resources leader. I worked in the tech industry for years. And I really saw all the behind the scenes of who was getting hired, who was getting rejected, who was getting promoted. And I noticed very specific patterns of the people who kept rising up and also landing all the jobs, what they were doing versus the people who kept stumbling. And one thing was clear was that it had nothing to do with their pedigree. Sure, coming from a, a fabulous school or a, a competitor or having those sparkling names on your resume absolutely help you. But when it comes to really getting down to it, when it comes to who's going to land that offer, my clients are often underdogs in some ways. They're career changing. They are making a big leap. They don't want to do the exact same thing they were just doing in their last job. And so it's a stretch to get them the job, but they land it. And it is because they are using these very specific strategies that are not just these same tired strategies you've heard over and over again. We never really got proper career coaching. We've all gotten all of this terrible advice in our career. And that has been my mission as a self-made millennial to overcome that. So you may have seen me on YouTube. You may have seen me on TikTok, on LinkedIn. Hello, if you've never seen me before, so good to meet you. So let's talk about negotiating the offer during the job interview process. Now, when does the negotiation start? When does it start? Your negotiation for the job offer begins at the first interaction. It begins when they first meet you, when you, the first email you send them, the application, the moment they read your resume, whatever it is, that is the moment. And every moment leading up until they hand you the offer, those are all competence triggers that are setting off in their mind that really makes them see, okay, how much should we pay this person? And so one thing to know, it is not necessarily the best news that I can give you, but they do really perceive value by the way you come into a company. For example, I have all of my clients come into their opportunities, not through applying online, coming in through other means, because companies value more the passive talent. This idea that people who aren't actively looking um, these people who are happy with where they are, 
that these people are higher quality because if they're successful somewhere else, they're likely going to be successful where you are and they're likely higher, highly desired. Now, I know that's a very unfair perspective, but I'm just telling you how companies think. So if you are brought in through a different avenue versus you raising your hand and saying, here's my application, you instantly are kind of put in this higher bracket in their mind. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't apply online, but like I said, uh, I really avoid that avenue at all costs because it actually takes a lot longer. And again, you're not valued the same way. Uh, and I've just seen this time and time again, even if hiring managers don't say so, they really are looking for this passive talent. So there are truly 15 competence triggers that attract companies to you. And you're hitting on these at any given moment. And this is what's going to then say that, yes, we need this person, even if you're an unconventional candidate. And now I cannot get into all 15 in this session, um, but definitely come to my free five-day masterclass called Upgrade Your Career, which will help you launch into your next dream job. So this is five days of me really going through exactly what it takes to zero in on your next career move how to articulate your value, how to be that six second yes on your resume, how to then make sure you're stealing a deal for the offer. So if you really want to dive in deeper on all of this, make sure you sign up, um, go to www.selfmadeway.com slash masterclass. That is happening live, like in a few days. So make sure you get on that list. Um, so now let's talk about how you can be perceived as higher value during the offer stage. So the first way that you will be perceived as higher value during the offer stage is if you negotiate. Now, I saw a poll happen on LinkedIn yesterday that asked, did you negotiate your last salary? And about 50% of people said no. Now, this is very normal for us to pass up on negotiation. And you might also be thinking, oh, of course I negotiate every time, but it's not that simple. Uh, take for example, Brittany, who is a client in my coaching program, or well, she was, she, she landed her amazing job, um, but she had gotten this offer. She was transitioning careers in HR from, she was working in retail um, and wanted to move into tech. And so she got an offer at her dream company at a salary increase, I think was about 40% higher than what she was making before. Um, and she, her mind was blown, right? She had hit on all 15 competence triggers. They gave her basically the highest part of their, their salary range. And she said, honestly, I just want to take it. I feel really good about this offer. It's well above anything I could have ever imagined, Madeline. And I said, we are going to negotiate. Why did I tell her this? Why did I stop her in her tracks and not let her accept that offer? Well, because here's the thing. They perceived her as a very high value candidate and companies want to get the best possible deal that they can. And so if their high value candidate immediately accepts the offer they give them, then they might think, oh, wow, okay, we probably made the salary too high. And it kind of almost actually makes them feel worse about it. But if their, their high value candidate then goes, mm, like, you know, would you be open to making the salary this? 
then the company feels like, okay, we got a steal and, and we, we did really well landing this person. I know it's really funky and there's so many psychology studies that kind of dig into this of how to make someone feel better about the price they give you is to, you know, haggle it a little bit or to, to kind of show that, that you, you want something more so they feel better about the offer, but really, truly high value candidates will ask for more. And so, so we did, and she got thousands of dollars more. And she was like, wow, okay. That one conversation just made me, I think, I think it made her $5,000 more. Like they just threw $5,000 more at her. And she said, wow, one conversation, Madeline, you know, the, the conversation you helped me craft just made me $5,000. That's amazing. And not just $5,000 now, but $5,000, you know, for the foreseeable future compounding over years and years. So negotiate. Okay, the second thing is, is to know the data. If you are negotiating your salary, one thing, I've been on the employer side of thousands of negotiations, and the way most people negotiate is they go, you know, Madeline, I have a lot of expenses. I just moved into a condo near the beach, and I really need the salary to make sure I can make those payments. That is not a way to negotiate to to get the higher level salary. It really is all about the data. So make sure you're coming into the negotiation, understanding the data. You've done the salary data. You've you've researched the cities you're in. You've you've looked at it, and so then you can really speak to that data and make it an unemotional conversation. It's not about I need this. It's like well, when I look at the data. I see that the range is from here to here. The salary falls here. Um, I'm really targeting for over here based on my skill set. I think I fall into this range, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that is really what you want to focus on. If you love this episode, head on over to marissaclark.net slash member to join the inner circle. It's a realistic self-improvement membership for those looking to fulfill their purpose with a mix of expert workshops, mentorship, tangible tips, and a whole lot of badassery with topics that matter to you, including love, sex, dating, mental health, body image, finances, and finding your purpose. If right now you're feeling burnt out, stressed out, overwhelmed, and embarrassed because you feel like everyone else has it all together except for you, then you're going to love the inner circle. Each month, we're going to be bringing you different themes like getting your money together, getting your mental health together, getting your practical-ish together. If you're ready to form deeper connections, unlock a new level of self-confidence and empowerment, and relax knowing that you've got your together, then visit marissaclark.net slash member to get instant access to the membership for just $9 a month. You can cancel anytime. It's literally just 30 cents per day. Again, that's marissaclark.net slash member, and I'll see you on the inside. And then the third thing is to know what you bring to the company. So if you are asking for more salary or whatnot, even if you are not the cookie cutter candidate, maybe you don't, you know, you haven't worked in this exact role previously and whatnot. There are very unique things you bring to the situation. And for you to be able to articulate that and put it in the mind of what it's going to feel like to work with you and really emphasizing that in the negotiation process. A lot of us forget about that to really get the company excited and to basically make it 
an offer they can't refuse. If you've already thought about what the first 90 days is looking like when if you're in the business and all these things, you're going to be such a compelling person to where their offer is going to be so much higher because you've painted such a clear picture of what it's going to be like to work with you. Okay, the last thing I wanna say about negotiating the salary aspect before we move into once you're in your role, which is so crucial, is just make sure that you are not negotiating against yourself. This is the last tidbit I'll give you here that could possibly make you tens of thousands of dollars uh, in a negotiation. So if you, as what so many people do, is they will say, hi, yes, um, you know, I am really looking for a salary of 140,000. Uh, but I mean, I, I realize that might not be possible, so it's okay if you can't do it. Okay, did you notice what just happened there? They just negotiated against themselves. They just said, I want this, but it's okay if not, okay? So really what you want to do instead is to still have that level of politeness and kindness it's we, we always want to keep that. We always want the company to feel very good about giving us the offer and excited to work with us. So you might say something like, thank you so much for the generous offer. I am so excited at the possibility of working with you. Uh, my target compensation is $140,000. Um, is there a way that we can close the gap? Right? And then stop talking. Okay. So we're not negotiating against ourselves, but we're still being hyper polite and warm. That's what it's all about, my friend. So that is that for offer negotiation. Go make tons of money. Let's talk about in the role. Now this is hyper important. So what I want you to do is do not wait for a performance conversation to happen to start talking about compensation. If it is time, if it is performance review time and they are already reviewing everyone's salaries, it is too late. It is, you know, typically, here's how it works. Typically, your manager has to create a case for why you are the person who should get part of this pot of money that will be allocated across the organization. And it's not always up to your manager solely to distribute those uh, bonuses, those increases, those promotions. Sometimes it is. But almost always, even if it is up to your manager, they often need to make a case to someone else. And so if at the last minute you're asking for the increase, that might not have been enough time for them to really endorse the work you've been doing and communicate with other leaders and get them on their side and also put in the recommendation for your increase. So I'm going to give you several approaches to make sure that you are getting your foot in the door before you before this all happens. And it'll make the conversation a lot less tense as well. So I want you to say this sentence. Um, I am really, I really have my eye on making it to the next level in this role, earning that promotion or earning that raise, whatever, whatever your objective is. What is a path? What is the path to a raise here? 
what is, a, what is the path to a raise in my role? What is the path to a promotion in my role? That is the phrase I want you to use. And then listen. See what your manager has to say. Now, now they're invested in creating a path for you. And you can write all of this down. You can work towards it. And every month, be revisiting it and revisiting how you've been working towards it. Now, one of the important things that they may say is, I don't know what the path is. And this is very normal, especially if it's more of a high growth company uh, or where things are changing a lot, the path might not be clear. And that's important for you to know as well. Basically, you don't want to get up to this point where you have been waiting for a promotion for several years and you're still unsure of how to get there. If, if they don't know how you're supposed to get there, then you should know that as soon as possible so that you can start blazing your own path. So if that happens where they say, honestly, I want you to get that promotion too, there isn't a clear path, keep your head down, keep working. You might say, okay, I will take that information and um, then you can go back and you can build your own plan. So you might say something like, Okay, here are the main goals for our team this year. Here are the goals I've scoped out for myself. And here's the value I plan on creating. And here's the skills I plan on leveling up. And you can create a baseline of where you're at today. Not only where you're at and your skills, but also where the business is at, where the team is at. Maybe there's certain programs that aren't built out or are very lightly built out. And you need to to create that baseline. Or you have, let's say you're in marketing and there's a certain size of audience or email list or something, you just create that baseline so that when, as you are updating your uh, boss with your progress, that you're always showing them and helping them to remember how far you've come. Because it's very easy to forget where we've all come from. That's very human to just forget how much great work we've done. So. What is so important is over time to whether you have this plan that your manager's created for you and with you, or you have a plan that you've created and you're revisiting, you want to, again, bring this up regularly with your boss, keep referencing your own development plan, and give them updates on successes. They need all of this ammunition to request your promotion. So you need to be forwarding them emails from customers who give you compliments saying, oh, got this great compliment today. The customers are really happy with the new approach, you know, or, or anything that happens like that, to be giving them updates. Because you think that everyone's going to notice, but they don't. Everyone's hyper busy, they've got a lot going on. So if you're constantly synthesizing this information, that can really help them. So then when they request, the promotion and all of that, you'll realize that it's not just about doing good work. It's about making sure people realize you're doing good work. And that is kind of the really crummy part about the business world. But it's kind of like if uh, a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, does it make a sound? No, because in business, if you work your ass off and no one knows that you did that work, no one saw you do it or no one understands the extent to how hard you worked. Did you actually do that work? No. People need to understand the meaning of your work. People need to understand that it happened. We can't stop 
we can't keep thinking that our, our work is going to speak for itself because it doesn't. You need to speak for your work, okay? Okay, so what I want you to do is make sure you have those phrases written down. Make sure that these are top of mind as you're going into your job interviews, as you're going into uh, your everyday work. And head over to madelineman.com. On the front page, I have lots of free resources. Um, one of the top favorites that people have told me so many times has helped them land jobs and just help them in every networking situation is I have a worksheet called the Tell Me About Yourself Worksheet. This is the most common question that you'll be asked in business situations and in interviews. Tell me about yourself. And honestly, most people ruin their first impression with their response to this. And so I have a worksheet that clearly marks it out in three steps. And the feedback I've gotten on this, it's been thousands, thousands of people have said, this changed the game. It got me so specific. It got me so concise. And I knew that everything else in that conversation just went off without a hitch because I set it off with the right starting approach. So head over there, madelineman.com. It's right there on the front page. And I will see you at the free five-day masterclass, Upgrade Your Career. We go so deep. Um, I'm also, me and my team are like texting with you throughout, hearing your feedback. I'm integrating all of your thoughts about the five-day experience into the next few days. It is just the most immersive, amazing free event that uh, I have ever given, and it is my pride and joy. So head over to www.selfmadeway.com slash masterclass. Um, and I'll see you there. Of course, if you also go to madelineman.com, you'll see it on the front page. You can also join Upgrade Your Career there.